Most of us just get on the courts and want to play the game. But have you ever considered writing things down to improve your pickleball performance? Jody Belcher, the author of the Pickleball Workbook, discusses what to include in your tournament checklist and the scientifically proven benefits of journaling. So, let's get to the intro to hear from Jody. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Jody Belcher. How are you doing today, Jody? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's really a pleasure to be on. Thanks. I am so glad we are able to connect. And I do like to start off with a bit of a backstory, typically at the start of the podcast. Let me know how you got involved in pickleball, how you first heard about it, and when that was. Well, it's been just a few years. I was an avid tennis player. My husband and I met playing tennis, and we worked very hard on becoming a very solid mixed doubles team and competed at a pretty high level. And did that for quite some time until we pretty much thrashed our bodies and said, hey, that's probably enough tennis and put the rackets away. And we started golfing and playing beach volleyball. And then a friend a couple of years ago said, you really need to try pickleball. We said, oh, no, thank you. We have had our share of racket sports. We're done. And she worked on us and worked on us. And then one day we said, okay, we'll come and give it a try. And of course, that was it. We were hooked and started drilling and training and becoming a mixed pickleball team. You mentioned that you decided to stop playing tennis because it was hard on your body. But having grown up playing sand, beach volleyball in Southern California, my question is, is sand volleyball really any less hard on your body than tennis? Absolutely. We never ever got hurt playing volleyball. We continue to play. But with the hard courts, we did switch over to clay after a while. But with the hard courts, yeah, it was a lot of pounding, a lot of injuries. I ended up thrashing my elbow. I played for Cuesta College in my 40s. And I made it to state. I was a singles player and doubles playing against these teenagers. And really afterwards had no elbow left. I had to have it completely reconstructed. So that was really the last moment for me. But we did make it to the Maccabi Games in Israel where we both medaled. And that was really a highlight of my tennis career. It was a lot of fun. All right. And I just have to make sure that I heard you right. You went, you were probably in graduate school, I would imagine, in your 40s and you made the college tennis team. Is that correct? No, actually, I had already gone through graduate school and I went back to the junior college and a girlfriend and I enrolled, took full-time credits and joined the tennis team because I'd never played in college and decided that why not have that experience now? And yeah, it was wonderful. I actually was nominated athlete of the year. Wow. Congratulations. That is awesome. I did not actually know that you could go back after getting a bachelor's and a graduate degree back to junior college. Absolutely. It's the taxpayers who get to go to the junior college. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, who knows? I might go back and do that one day. No, there no, it's go. too late. <laughs> uh, no, you can, there are people of all ages going back and competing in different sports later on. It was a great experience. 
All right. Well, that's really cool. Anyways, back to pickleball. I know you have a really interesting backstory in life outside of pickleball, but I do want to talk a little bit about journaling because that's something that I've had a couple people on the podcast talk about. And so first of all, why don't you go ahead and explain what that is and how it helps your pickleball game? So actually, I researched it fully. When I was a tennis player, I created the tennis workbook and I logged all of my training and all of my matches, any tournaments I played and my opponent's notes, which was hugely helpful for me in competing. And it was such a valuable tool for me that when I took up pickleball, a friend had suggested, why not create the pickleball workbook? So I spent last year developing it and creating it and researching again why it is that this works. And it turns out that it's scientifically proven that if you write things down and you track and you keep a journal, that you will level up, you will improve. It's just a much more rapid sort of way to to get your level to go higher. So I started working on the Pickleball Workbook and keeping one myself. And of course, in the beginning, we got thrashed in our first couple of tournaments. Last year was our first time playing. And we kind of went back to the drawing board and put in our notes and started working with a coach. And since then, we have, let's see, I have one, two, three. I have four golds, a silver, and a bronze, I think, just over this past year. And I really credit it with having done the homework and using the workbook. So in terms of the journal, give me an idea. I mean, you did mention a few things. Make notes about your competition. You might record your scores and tournaments and other things. But, you know, what are some of the other things that you're writing about? Maybe share some key learnings too. Okay. So uh, we have tips on strokes and strategies, and that's a really important section. And there's a room for your own notes. For instance, there's your cross training and your training plan, drills that you that we can suggest that you can try. And then like for the volley, how, what is a volley and how to use a volley? And then there's volley notes where you can write your own notes of how you like to think about it and how you like to approach it. Then we have goals and evaluation, and that's really been helpful for me. So I write in my goals, what is my what are my current goals right now? And then what are my long range goals? And our goal is to make it to nationals. We just got a lottery international so far, winning a regional in Las Vegas. And we're going to be playing Beer City in, I guess it's in like a month and a half from now, in Michigan and Grand Rapids. So we're looking at how can we work on our game between now and then to be ready for that tournament. We have game charting, which I think is one of the most unbelievable tools. I use this for tennis. I just used it again this weekend and playing in a tournament in Colorado Springs. It's where you have somebody who's not playing chart what you are doing. And so there's a place for you to have your successful shots and your errors. And then when you're done playing, you can take a look and after your game and say, wow, I missed that, that many serves or I did such a good job on my lobs or whatever it is on your chart. You get to review and see where, where are your strengths and is this something that you see as a kind of repeated habit or is this something just incidental for that day? So it's a way to really take a look at it. And let's see what else. We have match notes, 
lesson notes or when you work with somebody or you watch a video perhaps. And again, the opponent notes, that's really huge for me because you start seeing some of the same people. And if you know what the weaknesses are, that's really helpful right off the bat when you get in the match. I kind of learned that from Brad Gilbert's book on tennis called Winning Ugly when he said, you use all of your information to try to win and not just your skills or your great strokes, but you put together your fitness and knowing what your strengths are, knowing your opponent's strengths and weaknesses and utilizing that information right from the beginning. We also have a tournament planner and match log so you can see how you're doing over the period of time. It's really effective. And for me, it's invaluable. And I know that the people who have been purchasing them, because I'm having a lot of coaches get them for their students. And I'm hoping to get more camps to start including them with their camps. I think it'd be really effective, but it really helps to level up quicker than you would without doing it in this form. It does sound like a great resource. And I think I saw on the website for the Pickleball Workbook that you included, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but something from one of the senior pros, Dane Gingrich. Dane had just looked at the book and thought it was really great. He's another proponent of writing things down. There's two teaching pros who are under his tutelage in Santa Barbara, Dave and Tracy Wilcox, and they've been using the book with their students and they use it themselves to work on their own games for their own tournaments. So it's really any level, whether you're a pro, whether you're a teaching pro or a beginner, you can use this book to really level your game to wherever you are. So it's not really geared to one or the other. It's excellent for a beginner to really understand everything because I also include the history of pickleball, the rules of pickleball. I have a diagram of the court. So there's lots and lots of great information in there, but it's really geared towards at any level, whether you're a Dane Gingrich or you're me. <laughs> All right. So then from that explanation, it sounds like it is a book in a sense and that you do give at least some level of instruction, but more importantly, probably, you also have the ability to use it as a workbook to take notes and things like that. I mean, how much do people typically use a workbook like this on a daily basis, weekly basis, multiple times a day? Give me an idea maybe how you use it. Well, I think it's really particular to the person, but for me, I use it every time I go out. So for instance, we were in Colorado Springs for regionals this past weekend, and I have a checklist of when I'm starting to play at a tournament. So my husband and I went over all of the points that I have listed on our checklist of what we want to make sure we're doing and reviewing and being ready for. So I would use it a lot during a tournament and keeping track again of opponents and the match and what happened. And maybe during the week, if I'm only playing a few times that week, maybe I would use it once or twice, but I like to review a lot. I'm one of those people who really likes to be a student of the sport. I think it's really helpful to reinforce what you're doing as often as you can. And the more you do it, the quicker and better it will be. I just want to take a second and break in here and thank Club Pickleball for sponsoring this episode. When I first saw Club Pickleball's paddle selection, I thought, wow, these are some of the best designs I have ever seen. 
The color and the patterns are amazing, and the edge guard even coordinates with the graphite paddle face. What's better is you can create your own custom paddle designs. So go to playpickleball.club and get 20% off everything through the end of July. That makes a lot of sense. And in terms of the checklist that you have for a tournament, can you maybe give a couple examples just so people get kind of a more concrete idea of what they might include? Okay, let's see. Let me grab my book. So in my book, it says tournament. Check out your opponent's weaknesses. And well, actually, very first thing I do is check out which hand they play with. So I have to remind myself, take a look. Are they left-handed or right-handed? Is there wind? Let's see if they can handle a lop. Do they have an overhead? Do they do the third shot drop or are they doing third shot drives? What about the fifth shot drop? Also for me, am I going to be concentrating on that third shot drop, drive or a lob or a fifth shot drop? Can I reset the ball? I have to remember, concentrate, because for me, that's important. Reset is a big piece of the game. Targeting the weaker player. Target their backhands. Drop serve or a deep serve return up the line, if possible, depending on who we're playing. My husband and I like to stack. And sometimes, depending on the weather, if the wind's blowing opposite, we will reverse stack. Let's see. Playing the middle, switching and signals and rechecking our feet at the non-volley zone so we don't get dinged for that, which we almost always get at least one. So those are some of the key things that we're looking at while we're getting ready for that tournament. And then I have other notes on all of my shots, just little reminders. So when I go out there, it's kind of already put into my head and I already know how to hit the ball. So it's just next step is our strategy when we're approaching the game. I really like that. And wasn't it back in the early days, maybe somebody like Serena or Venus Williams had kind of a little cheat? It wasn't a journal it was or a notebook. It was more like a piece of paper just was you would see them reading. And it sounds like those reminders would be similar to pretty much what you just talked about. I think most players at that level do have some kind of a note taking that they do. I'm pretty sure they do because it's really especially if you can't have your coach right there talking to you. So you have a way to reference because it's perfectly legal to be referencing your book at any time during the process of competing. So no, I think that most players do. I know there's a few other tennis books that were really important to me. The Inner Game of Tennis was really a big book for me, as was Brad Gilbert's book, as I said. And he talks also about keeping track and paying attention. It's really about being really present with what's going on. I played just some rec play yesterday, and I take it to the rec game. As soon as I got out there, I noticed my opponent, one of them was left-handed. So I have to remember that I'm not going to hit it right into their strength. But maybe their strength is the other hand. So first, I have to find that out. You have to check it out. And it's hard to keep track of all that information. It's really helpful if you can just jot it down. So I keep my pickleball workbook, it's only half sheet size in a spiral notebook with a pen in my bag. And I refer to it often and keep track, keep things going. I really do love this idea because yesterday I actually went to the pickleball courts and I had planned to just do some drilling by, on my own with my lobster pickleball machine. And as it happened, a friend of mine 
Paul happened to be there and he was getting together a, a small group of people to do some drilling. He was going to do some instruction and teaching because his hip isn't in that good a shape. And it was interesting going out there because I hadn't done anything like that in a long time. And there was a couple really good tips that he gave me. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I need to remember this. I need to remember this. In other words, I need to write them down in the pickleball workbook. Absolutely. And it, like I said, it's scientifically proven when you write it down, somehow it gets engraved into your brain and it works and it will come back to you even subconsciously. You don't even realize that you're advancing just by the fact that you wrote it down. And there's lots and lots of scientific evidence to show how that works. So that's something that I really use to back this up because I know it works for me, but it's not just for me. It works in general because of that. And yeah, if you would have written those notes down, because odds are we probably forget especially a lot of the senior players, we forget. <laughs> we get off the court, we go, what was that I was going to remember to do again? So it's super, super helpful. And again, anybody's level, any age, any stage that you're in with pickleball, it can help. It really can. And it's a lot of fun. I think it's fun to see how you advance. Truly, we started the book. We lost two tournaments so badly. We took opponent notes. We faced that one of those teams in Las Vegas at the regionals, and we knew how to play the team. And we beat them that time. And they had wiped us out in the tournament before. So very effective. And that's really a good point too. You mentioned earlier, you're trying to, you know, put the workbook out there so that people who are running camps and clinics are aware of it. Because anytime you go to an in-person camp or clinic, Typically, there's just so much information. And like you said, me being a senior too, it just can be overwhelming and just so hard to remember. So taking it to a camp like that and writing things down as you go along, that way, the things that you learn are going to stick with you. So I can absolutely see the importance of doing that journaling as you've created a great resource, like I said. Right. And so recently, I just redesigned the book. My first draft of the book last year, I partnered with Janice Mundy. She is the creator of Picklebilly, hosted housing for pickleball players. And she and I did the book together. And she was very busy with her business. And we decided I would take over completely with the pickleball workbook so she could concentrate on Picklebilly. And since then, I'm just about out of inventory. So I redesigned the book based on the feedback that I had gotten throughout the year. And it's not considerably different, but I did add a few things to make it even better. I redesigned the cover and put some additional pages in for lesson notes, which was something that a lot of people had asked about. And just a few other little details that have made it even better than it was. Now, if somebody wants to purchase the pickleball workbook, where is the place or places that they can do that? You can get it on pickleballworkbook.com. It's very easy. We do sell it also on Amazon and we have a Kindle version. It's not quite the same because you don't have that spiral notebook, but if you want to create your own, it's just not that much to buy the spiral notebook. It's selling for $19.99. 
So it's a very affordable book and pickleballworkbook.com. And we're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> wherever we're on everything. But that's the best way to get it is just on the pickleballworkbook.com. And from time to time, we can run a special. We just did a special of free shipping in the month of May. So look out for those. I have some coaches who are selling them also. And Dink This is a vendor that was at Colorado Springs and she's selling some of the workbooks. Yeah, but I'm really hoping to connect with coaches. They're my favorites because the coaches and camps, that's where it's at. If everybody, you just add a little bit of a fee, they get a coach's rate and everybody gets a book when they sign up. It really adds value to the experience and it adds a lot to the the whole process because they're like you said, they're going to be giving a lot of information and that's just the best way to get it all written down and kept. I can definitely see that. And it, as I start to think about this, because there's so many, you know how frequently some people play pickleball and some people even play it twice, twice a day as seniors. And just for fun, I know a lot of players who do that, who aren't even necessarily tournament players. I'm just kind of wondering, are they going to run out of pages eventually? Yeah, they will. And maybe that's when you'd want to get the Kindle so you can print up more pages. The Kindle version, I think, sells for $4.95 or $4.95. Yeah, I think it's $4.95. Or just make some copies of those pages for yourself or get another book. <laughs> add, get another book and start more over again. I think it's really helpful for somebody who maybe isn't competing in tournaments, but just wants to get better or be at a good level to feel like they feel good about their game when they get out there. I think this would be really helpful for them. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jody, for taking the time to be on the Pickleball Fire podcast. I love the Pickleball Workbook as a resource and I actually really enjoyed your tournament checklist. So thank you for that. And thank you for being on the show today. Yeah. If you have one more second, I can tell you one other quick thing that happened this weekend with the book, which was great. Do you have another second? Oh yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. So while I was in Colorado Springs, I had over the year been putting out a lot of information about the Pickleball Workbook on social media. And I ended up meeting Coach Dottie Berry, who has Pickleball Forum for Women. And she and I decided to connect and work on a book of inspirational stories of women in pickleball. And so this book, tentatively called Empowered, features these stories that started to come in some of them are pros, some of them are just everyday players. And this woman had written her story and I was editing it and she said she was from Colorado Springs. So when I was there, I looked her up and it was absolutely a phenomenal experience. It's one of those pickleball experiences where you're like, wow, so many things have changed and my life is so enriched by this. So I met Sally Huss and she is in her 80s. She still teaches tennis and pickleball. And her story was so inspirational and so amazing. And she ended up warming us up on her courts for our matches. And it was just one of those great pickleball stories. And I gave her a pickleball workbook and she was so excited. She's going to start using it for herself and maybe with her students. And it was just a phenomenal experience to have that. 
And our book on inspirational stories is going to be coming out right at the same time as Nationals. So I'm very excited about that project. Well, awesome. And, and actually, I have had both Sally and Dottie on, on the podcast. And yeah, they're both absolutely great. Oh, wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Oh, and I just got your story as well. So you're going to be in that book too. <laughs> That's right. Thank, thank you for reminding me of that. Yes, and it's a great story too. Very inspirational. Very inspirational. So thank you for that. And thank you for having me on your show. All right. Well, great. Appreciate it, Jody. And thank you again. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 